Welcome to the Self-Care Goddess Podcast, brought to you by me, Rita Savoya, founder of Savoya Self-Care Holistic Wellness. I'm a certified nutritionist and a holistic wellness coach for midlife women who want to rediscover their happier, sexier selves naturally without pills or side effects so that they can thrive as they age. I'm also the creator of the Savoya Self-Care Method, empowering women to nurture heart, mind, and body for transformative results. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to help millions of midlife women become their own health heroes. As a woman entrepreneur and a caregiver to aging parents, I fully understand the many responsibilities and generally stressful times women are living through these days, often suffering in silence, misunderstood, and putting themselves last. That's why each week I will be here for you, guiding you on your personal wellness journey, sharing expert advice from thought leaders on natural, practical, and simple solutions to help you thrive during the midlife transition. Get ready to listen to inspiring conversations about all things wellness, nutrition, mindset, mental health, fasting, hormones, menstrual cycle awareness and sinking, ancient healing strategies like meditation, mindfulness and breath work, and spirituality. Every month, I will also be featuring a small to medium-sized business to help spread the word on the amazing work they're doing so we can support them. And now, without further ado, let's get ready to rumble. Happy listening! Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Self-Care Goddess Podcast. Today, you're in for an awesome treat with some amazing information from our podcast guest. I'm super excited to have her on. But before we start, let's get into a more of a receptive mode, relaxing our entire body. I'm actually going to play some music today, so hopefully you can hear this. I'm going to share my music so just to kind of add a little bit more to our meditation today so let's start with relaxing our entire body really completely surrendering to the surface beneath you and start taking these deep belly breaths in through the nose and just sigh it out let it out through the mouth just releasing anything that's stagnant or no longer serving you just letting it go with each and every exhale that's it extending the exhales really allowing yourself to relax telling your parasympathetic nervous system that you're okay you're safe you're supported big inhales through the nose Perhaps lowering your gaze or even closing your eyes, really tuning out the world for just a few moments. Take this time for yourself, for self-care right here. As we continue these deep belly breaths, I invite you to focus your attention in the area of the heart, this beautiful organ that sends some positive energy, charging it up. And as you continue this heart-focused breathing, I invite you to visualize someone that you're grateful for today. Visualize them as if they were right here in front of you. And I invite you to send them all the love, the gratitude, and the appreciation for them being in your life. Let's collectively inhale through the nose. 
and then sigh it out together. Just letting it go, becoming more present and here in the now so that you can become more receptive to this awesome information we're about to share with you. Thank you for participating in that. Thank you, thank you. So today we have Larissa Petrini, and she is an age reversal expert and an epigenetics specialist known for turning back the clock 10 years. And who doesn't want that, right? She is the founder of Bodyology, a proprietary system designed to help high-performing women reverse their age and sizzle with energy and confidence in their midlife years. Yes, I love that. Hundreds of high achieving women have sought her help to get back in shape, overcome chronic fatigue, solve dry and sagging skin, and deal with moods and hormonal imbalances. She studied health, nutrition, sleep, and epigenetics at some of the leading schools across the world, such as Cornell University, Precision Nutrition, and Aperion ZOH. She is currently working with celebrities and physicians from Switzerland, Netherlands, and the U.S., and shares her knowledge as a contributor for Harper's Bazaar, L Forbes and Shape Magazine. Wow, what a pleasure to have you on the Self Care Goddess podcast. Thank you, thank, thank you, you for so much. Coming. Thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. How are you today? Great. I, I uh, love the the way you you started the, this episode. Specifically, oh, that uh, yeah, the the music is amazing and. Uh, uh, somehow you managed to to put me in a certain uh, state and energy, which is interesting. Oh, amazing. <laughs> I'm usually very calm. And from time to time, I have some bursts of energy. Mm-hmm. And depending on uh, what's going on, and usually after meditation in the morning, I manage to switch, mm-hmm. which is unusual because it's 5 p.m. on my end. So at this oh, time, yeah. I'm usually pretty energetic yeah so it's perfect for friday afternoon thank you so okay. much <laughs> no problem thank you for participating thank you thank you and actually today was the first time i did it with music <laughs> oh wow i usually don't do it with music and i just thought yeah why not so i'll uh, continue yeah. doing it with some music it really does help so tell us larissa tell us a little bit about you and your story and you know how how you got into doing what you're doing uh I need to travel back to 2009. This is where everything uh, started. And um, um, it's uh, something that you don't usually hear necessarily uh, around a negative event. Actually, I'm talking about two. So two, two negative events um, or unexpected. I don't want to place this label like negative mm. because they turned out to be uh, gifts I like mm. to call them and um, I even say uh, it was uh, almost like a divine intervention there so the first one was my divorce from my por- uh, former uh, husband and then uh, that event that was unexpected and uh, and pretty um, shocking if this is a word like I could use a few months after, uh, I was uh, misdiagnosed with thyroid cancer. And then the third one, um, or the, the, the idea I had right after, was to literally escape from where I was. And back then, I was running a very successful communication agency. Um, I was overworking, overspending, um, uh, lots of over, the pref- lots of prefixes uh, or the same prefix for lots of words um, and over was there, over consuming uh, and so on. And I was 
uh, on the cover of magazines and in all the tops possible. And the success was there. The reputation was there. The finances, uh, the financial success was there. But something else or some some other uh, pieces in the puzzle were not. So uh, I had this idea to escape and to, to go to Malaysia right in the middle of jungle for two months. And this is where I managed to uh, reset everything, to reset my life, to take some, some big decisions, important decisions. And one of them was the fact that I will do my best to help as many women uh, as possible to avert this type of crisis. Uh, and ideally to do prevention instead of getting in the crisis or uh, mm -hmm. uh, confronting this type of crisis, whether it's a, it's a health-related crisis or it's a personal-related crisis or something related to their relationship with their partner or career, and um, simply do prevention in order to avoid this type of crisis. I was in my 30s back then. So this year I celebrate uh, almost 10 years of doing what I do. Amazing. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah, and, and, and thank you so much. And I started as a, as a health and nutrition coach mm -hmm. and then I moved into sleep. That was the second uh, uh, stepping stone, if I can call it like that. Um, and I did that because uh, I, I figured out by working with so many women in the meantime, hundreds, the fact that sleep is such an important topic mm -hmm. and health factor uh, mm -hmm. even for the weight loss process process and not only mm -hmm. so I went into um, and, and got that certification and then I moved to epigenetics so epigenetics was the, the third uh, stepping stone if you want um, so this is uh, in, in a very few words what happened and I'm sure this is not uh, uh, a new story or it's the type of story I would say that um, I heard at least uh, I have friends I have uh, even former colleagues who spent a significant amount of time a, a significant number of years either running a company or being uh, what we used to call a corporate warrior mm. and then they had a crisis they mm -hmm. uh, encountered a crisis either a health crisis or or something um, at the personal level and they took the decision to simply shift and do something else mm -hmm. some of them are coaches some of them launched uh, a brick and mortar type of business but health related yeah. or uh, maybe they uh, they even uh, some of them same as I do actually they went back to school yes, yes. one of my best friends she's a psychologist she's mm. spe specialized in relationships and this came out after her divorce so um, even though it might sound like a, a typical story or something that you a popular type of story uh, it was uh, the way I perceived it was uh, uh, interesting because back then I, I I was shaken by by those two events. Later, as the years passed, um, I per, and even today, if I look back, I I can definitely say that was a gift, a big gift, yeah. because uh, mm -hmm. I was. Uh, I was courageous enough or um, those events uh, put me in a place and a certain energy to actually take big decisions. And uh, from that moment on, things were incredible. And uh, I, I truly believe when you do what you love and mm -hmm. what you're passionate of, uh, there is no way 
to 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 avoid success no way <laughs> if you if you give if you do your part if you give your heart out if you are passionate yeah. if you offer a lot of value in the world mm. success is going to come your way for sure Oh, I love that. It's very inspiring. And it's true. A lot of the stories start with what I like to call pain to purpose. So there was some mm-hmm. pain that really drove you to achieve or to work towards your purpose. Or I've also heard from, from your mess to your mission, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this yeah, sort yeah. of messy part of your life that really led to this mission. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and also because of what's happened in the last two years, a lot of people have shifted, right? Because again, that chaos that's mm-hmm. happened really shook people and allowed them to realize, hey, you know what? I'm actually not happy here. I want to try something yeah. different. And that gave them the opportunity. So for many, mm-hmm. you know, these two years have also been a blessing for them as well. It hasn't just been detrimental. It's, it's given them that motivation and that encouragement to really, you know, live the life that they want, the life they deserve, right? So yeah, and also um, I like to say leverage when it comes to the way we work these days. Yeah, they experimented for the first time working from home, having this luxury, uh, Mm. this comfort luxury, if you want, because we can be very efficient, uh, even when we work from home. Mm -hmm. So this uh, conditioning around working in a certain environment in a box, Mm -hmm. right, with a hundred other people next to us um, is not necessarily true so so many uh, so many of my clients have this leverage and they can negotiate whether or not they work from home and of course they prefer to do so mm-hmm. um, not necessarily every single day of the week but at least two or three days mm-hmm. um, is like that and there is a lot of time saved in the process. You don't waste that time in, in, in traffic mm. or getting ready for, for the job or who knows what else is there, but lots of time that, that's actually wasted. And we can use that time uh, to rest. We can use that time maybe to take a nap in the afternoon. We can yes. use that time to spend some quality time with, with the dear ones. So mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, it's, uh, we are rewriting or redesigning the workplace as well. Yes. Uh, and we are getting closer to what we like to call work-life balance, mm-hmm. even though that's also a very interesting conversation mm. to have around work-life balance, whether or not uh, this is balanced or not, and how we can do that. So, um, yeah, we are living interesting times for sure. Yes, yes, I'm very excited yeah. about what's what's to come. My dream is that we reverse the actual work week. We work only mm. two days, and then we have the five days for um, integrating the life component of it. That would be yeah. ideal if I were president. Yeah, it's of also country, possible. That's what I would do. Yeah. It's also possible, depending on what we do. And what yeah. when I say what we do, in the end, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The way we spend our time is a choice. And this is a very big and important conversation I have with my clients. In, inside, the, uh, I have one single program, a mastermind, a 12, uh, 12-week mastermind. And the first three months are all about mindset. And when I say mindset, I also say habits acquisition and how we, how we actually make room for self-care mm-hmm. because the intentions are good and everyone would love to have more time and, and, and uh, be able to focus more on um, self-care, whether it's moving our body, doing some steps outside or cooking more, doing mm-hmm. some meal preps uh, in between and so on. 
It's just that if you look at their calendars and I work mainly with entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs building and running empires, like Mm -hmm. seven and eight figure empires or executives and executives, not or executives or women who are at the executive level, either running a business or running an important piece inside the business. And they are busy women, obviously. Mm -hmm. And uh, if the first thing we do, we have a look at their calendar. This is the number one thing I request before the intake form, before them uh, filling uh, this intake form for, for our program, I, uh, I ask for that. Because if there is no room, even for, for the program, they, they embark on... It's not going to be successful. No, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. I can give them the best strategy possible. And this is uh, the, the way we do things is very thorough. We use a 200 pages genetic report in the process. We also have our own app. They have access to that. It's literally in their pocket and it's dedicated for our clients. It's not uh, built for the for uh, everyone. And um, it's um, you need to pre-decide if I can uh, put it like this when and how you are going to take care Mm -hmm. of yourself and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I would say 40s and beyond this is the 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 I I love working with women in their 40s first of all because the awakening is there Mm -hmm. they've had enough life experience to be yeah they are either somehow in what we like to call existential crisis, there is a sort of crisis, a sort of vulnerable moment in their life. This is when they, they, they are coming our way. And it usually starts with the outside, with looking in the mirror and not recognizing their body. Mm-hmm. And they say something like, I want my body back. Where is my body? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what's, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. It starts there, but when they step in inside the program or we start working together and we dig deeper, we talk about values, we talk about why, what the conditioning, the type of conditioning they have around self-care and why they mm-hmm. don't prioritize themselves and so on. So when they go, they, they have the courage and they also are available for this because you also need to be available to, to, to get there, to get yes. inside mm-hmm. and to see what's there, lots of things are coming at the surface. And usually this is also uh, happening around um, the, the time when their kids are leaving the nest. Yes. They are so there's going, that re-evaluation yeah. period, right? Yeah, and it, it's a very interesting aha. So they have a look in the mirror. They mm-hmm. also have a look inside. The kids are going Mm -hmm. soon or or they left the nest and the question they have is now what Mm -hmm. i was so busy with them with the kids with their homeworks with their school with so many things happening in our life or and i was so busy with my career yeah and now what and usually the answer is now is my time Mm -hmm. and Instead of, uh, and I, we talk about this uh, right in the, in the enrollment phase, um, and I invite everyone to, instead of saying, I am going through or I'm experiencing this midlife crisis, they could easily say, I'm going or I'm experiencing this midlife 
creation or even transition yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so if we think about it as as something that we create or we reinvent ourselves it's a huge opportunity so and this is coming again from um, um, I would use this word again conditioning it's coming also from the society it's coming from sometimes from our family from from our moms Mm -hmm. way what they modeled for us and most of them um, are I like to call this the martyr syndrome. Most mm-hmm. of them put everyone else before right. themselves. So if there was some room left or space or time or money, anything for them good, if not, they were just fine with sacri- sacrificing themselves and putting everyone else uh, on top of the list. So this is what we saw at home. And it, it's not easy to actually decondition ourselves and decide we are a priority. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we don't do this because we are, we believe, we think other people, whether they're friends, society, family, would say this is selfish. Exactly. And that's why my motto is self-care is not selfish. <laughs> Yeah, self-care is self-love mm-hmm. and explaining this, explaining how having a, a, a full cup would yes. actually allow them to mm-hmm. be more generous, more calm, more available for the dear mm-hmm. ones. This is a process, it's not mm-hmm. happening overnight. Sure. And it might work for a few days and then we go back to the limiting belief or conditioning we yes. have. It's, a, it's interesting. And this is the reason why this is a 12 months program. This yes. is not a, a, a few weeks program because we need to undo a lot of things coming from 40 years sometimes, 40 mm. years loss of a certain conditioning or way of thinking. So mm-hmm. we start with mindset and then we step into the pillars. Yes. Diet, supplements, movement, immunity mm-hmm. and gut health, uh, lifestyle diseases and prevention for that, skincare, obviously, mental health, stress, sleep, and so on. So it's um, uh, this is the way we prioritize, uh, we prioritize the process. So I'm curious about sleep because I'm, um, I definitely... I'm a bit of a night owl, but I'm trying to fix that because I do feel so much better when I get a really restful good night's sleep. And that's for me, it needs to be before 10, 10 but it rarely ever happens. So what are some um, tips that you can give our listeners when it comes to sleep? Because we all know that during sleep, it's sacred. And that's what I like to call it. Because I also have six pillars and one of them is sleep. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's really sacred. It's really where all the rest, restoration, the organs are doing their job. There's so much going on while we're physically sleeping that it needs to happen. And we need to give it the, the time that the body requires, the mind as well, like the brain as well. So what are some tips that, because uh, we all know it's important. What are some tips for yeah. busy entrepreneurs? busy busy people to for sleep yeah and you you said something um and i I love that i love the fact that you highlighted the fact that sleep is um, i like to call it a force multiplier Mm -hmm. it's uh when we sleep and um i'm sure you know this sleep is not only about the number of hours we get Mm -hmm. in sleep is also about the quality 
not just quantity but also quality mm -hmm. and sometimes we need to i uh, use uh, this uh, ring device i will not necessarily share the brand if you don't want to um, there are some other um, options for that what's important from my perspective is to have a look into the quality as well yeah because as we age things are changing first of all from the hormonal perspective mm -hmm. our hormones are not the same mm -hmm. uh, aging accelerates in our 40s and certain hormones are not going to be at the same level we are starting to lose some of the hormones we are also losing some muscle mass some uh, the, the, the our bones are not in the same um, shape they are not so strong anymore um and Lots of women experience, especially entrepreneurs who are stressed and their mind is very busy, they wake up apparently for no reason, mm. but there is always a reason, right? So one of the reasons could be, it's difficult to put a diagnosis and that's not, not the idea, sometimes it's melatonin. Because mm -hmm. we get two melatonin, I like to call them injections, of course, metaphorically speaking. One is around 10 p.m. and this is the reason why timing our sleep is so important so one of the things any and every entrepreneur woman entrepreneur can do is to make sure she goes early to bed and you started with that by saying i am sometimes or from time to time i don't go early enough to bed because you have the awareness some of yes. the entrepreneurs don't even have the awareness around that so timing our sleep is i wouldn't say number one but it's in the top mm -hmm. and it's even more important than how much we sleep. Because if we go to sleep at two or one or three, we don't get the, the, the same quality of sleep. Mm -hmm. And there why is that? Certain, What's happening at, at, starting at 10 o'clock? There are certain hormones that are released mm -hmm. inside. I like to call this uh, uh, 10, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. interval, the prime time interval mm. of our body so this is when uh, for example human growth hormone is released by our mm. body mm -hmm. this is also called the youth hormone mm -hmm. uh, so if you if we want to stay young if we want to have that glowing skin if we want to and when i say stay young i don't necessarily mean what we see at the surface at the skin level that's the outcome um, what i want to say is what happens at the cellular level Mm -hmm. uh, is important and this is the way or one of the pieces in the puzzle important for us to uh, uh, slow the aging slow down the aging process so melatonin is one of them and then human growth hormone is another one and human growth hormone is also important uh, for us to do prevention in regards to um, to breast cancer it's one of the best hormones, if, if not the number one hormone, protecting wow. ourselves from that. Another thing um, happening during the night, and you, you, you mentioned uh, uh, this in the beginning of your question, uh, you said something very important, the fact that there are lots of things happening while we sleep. And one of the things there is the fact that during sleep, our lymphatic or paravascular mm. system, mm -hmm. this is responsible for our functional uh, waste clearance mm -hmm. is 10 times more active than during wakefulness 10 times more active this is huge yeah. and in order for this to to in, or, in order for this process to 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 be efficient even our brain cells are reduced in size by 60 percent 
Wow. Which is interesting. Our yeah. body is literally transforming and our cell levels at the brain level, not every single cell in our body, but at the brain level, mm. our cells are shrinking at 60% in order for this cleaning or clearance process to happen properly. So if we miss the some of some of those hours or if we go late to bed another thing happening uh, when we miss uh, the sleep and this is uh, where uh, I, I am honestly so grateful and happy that more and more experts are talking about the link between weight loss and sleep mm-hmm. after 24 hours of sleep deprivation and this is not uncommon for an entrepreneur right they work and push hard uh, in order to uh, in order to get the job done or to, to uh, finish their, their to-do list. And uh, it looks like after 24 hours of sleep deprivation, we have 60% less glucose in our brain. Mm. What happens and uh, how we end up or uh, what happens actually the next day or the following day is the fact that we crave candies. This is a simple translation. We crave candies, we crave chips or donuts or Mm -hmm. junk food in general, starchy, sugary things in short. And the reason for that is the fact that our body is trying to get back that glucose. Glucose, That's that's 6% lost. Exactly. It's it's almost like a survival mechanism. Yes. Yeah. Because our body wants to keep us alive, right? Exactly. (laughs) And it's intelligent enough to know Mm -hmm. that uh, it can get the glucose from, usually from refined carbs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's easy. It's right away. Even yeah. though after that we There's are depleted, there is a crash, energetic uh, crash in the body. Um, so the more we pay attention to number one, timing our sleep properly and mm-hmm. going early to bed. And I'm sure this is not new for your listeners. The fact that we need to stay uh, stay away at least two hours, ideally three hours. Stay away from uh, from screens. Mm-hmm. so that our body has the opportunity to produce enough melatonin mm-hmm. the blue light uh, coming from the screens uh, inhibit unfortunately the production of melatonin mm-hmm. that 10 p.m injection we mm-hmm. get so the more we stay in front of the screens or on social media using our phone or binge watching netflix and so on mm-hmm. the less uh, melatonin we get Okay. And also the quality, the quality of melatonin is different when, when we do this, when we overexpose ourselves to these screens. So uh, staying away from screens, doing a walk, taking a walk outside, this is such a simple, mm. and we can, I, I oftentimes say the fact that everyone's sleep hygiene starts in the morning. Yes, agree. Yes. With a walk and us being exposed to natural light. It's mm-hmm. so easy, truly easy. We don't need to kill ourselves in the gym necessarily. And this is the case both for sleep and weight loss. We don't need to literally spend hours and hours and hours in the gym in order to get results with weight loss. And especially in our 40s and beyond, this is not advisable. Our hormones 
behave differently. This is a form, a way, our body perceives this as a way of stress. Mm -hmm. so, of course, this is different for everyone. And this is uh, also the place where personalization and epigenetics steps in and shows everyone what's good for them and not what's good for everyone. Mm -hmm. High intensity training is so hype, right? And uh, then intermittent fasting is so trendy. And then Keto. collagen and yeah. using collagen is so trendy and so on but mm. this is not necessarily good for everyone okay. some people and even for women some women need collagen and some other women do, don't mm -hmm. and this is coming out from from our report as well and not only this the level of hydration in the skin mm. and then the uh, even the way our skin reacts to to sun exposure um dermal sensitivity there are so many minimally invasive or non-invasive procedures sometimes even high in invasive procedures whether we talk about lasers or micro needling or, mm -hmm. or radio frequency and so on and they are popular they are overly promoted by clinics by estheticians dermatologists and so on but some of them are very dangerous for someone who has for example a high what we call a high, der uh, high uh, dermal sensitivity Mm -hmm. So this is a very important piece of information in our report. And uh, one of the things we do when we uh, explain the strategy, for example, for skincare is to literally, number one, have a look at every single skincare product and check the labels. And not only the, the labels for the ingredients, this is one. The other thing we do, we also pay attention at the way the products are applied. Sometimes there might be... a, a, a unwanted interaction between ingredients just because probably product number two with product number three are not necessarily compatible. So we have a look at the, the, the ritual, if I can call it like that, mm -hmm. uh, and the way each woman applies the, the products and then, of course, the ingredients. And usually we uh, put our, advise our clients to, uh, to ditch most of the products they use, even in most cases, they're expensive products and lotions, potions, but they don't need them. <laughs> so mm -hmm. we, we uh, advise them to, uh, to put them on the side and to replace them, first of all, with fewer products. We don't need 20 lotions in mm -hmm. order to take care of our skin. And then also to pay attention uh, to, to the process and to how they use the products. Wow, so, there's so much to it, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. real personalized um, it uh, skincare. Is, it is. Mm -hmm. And even Never for did. sleep, even for sleep, because you mentioned the fact that uh, you are a little bit of night owl, at least from time to time, mm -hmm. there is a, a, a place in the report where we we see whether or not you are productive or not in the evening and also how many hours of sleep you need. So mm -hmm. that's also important because um, some people literally are okay with, I mean, they could work uh, perfectly fine with uh, or function perfectly fine with less hours, mm -hmm. but the percentage is probably 2% mm -hmm. of the population. The majority of us are not actually mm -hmm. functioning well or productive in the night. Yes. So uh, this is another important piece of information. And in terms uh, of um, why do people wake up in the middle of the night? Um, what are some um, possible explanations for that? Sometimes, um, especially for women, it's about hormones mm -hmm. and 
whether or not their hormones are balanced. Some other time, especially for entrepreneurs, and could be a combination of factors too, some other times uh, is, a, is all about stress or a lot about stress. And uh, them being uh, or not being able to actually unwind and calm their nervous system in the evening and also have a proper routine before going to bed. So um, that's another another um, or could be another factor. And then um, depending on where they are, uh, and this is for women uh in the month like in which mm -hmm. specific cycle there are four cycles inside each month and we function differently from men mm -hmm. this is something that we started to to talk about more and more our hormones are not the same inside each cycle so depending on where we are in the month whether we are around menstruation or uh, around ovulation and so on we might also encounter some issues with sleep just mm -hmm. because we are um, our hormones are again uh, out of balance bottom line i would say hormones and stress are the main culprits here mm -hmm. uh, and another important uh, statistic uh, coming out from from a recent study is the fact that 94% of, um, I would actually say something as before this, 30% of the population um, are, have some challenges with sleep or they can mm -hmm. sleep properly. It's a, it's a big percentage from my perspective. So a third of uh, the population uh, have these issues. And out of those, 94%, uh, have these issues and they are related to lifestyle factors. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's diet or hormones that are out of balance. Some other times it's stress and the inability to manage stress or to cope with stress. Um, and of course, there might be some other factors like um, working late constantly Mm -hmm. And not being able to have a, a predictable routine. This is something that our body needs to respect pretty much the same hour when we go to bed and then to ideally wake up pretty much at the same hour. Yeah. This level of predictability is important for our body too. So, so, so what is an ideal sleep routine or evening routine that you would recommend? Um, I would say seven should be the last hour when we eat, the last okay. meal time. Uh, and then we have uh, two, three hours. Um, our body has the opportunity to process the food and to, to literally prepare uh, for the sleep. So seven would be the last meal. And then at eight, I would close the, all, the, all the screens. And around 10 maximum, mm. I would definitely go to bed. Um, we can incorporate, and this is because I mentioned eight when we, we, we close the screens, that would be the ideal time to take a walk to or to take a shower uh -huh. or to have a cup of tea. Yeah. Instead of binge watching Netflix, yeah, or getting all excited. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, 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 wow. exactly. So, yeah. so, because um, that's usually um, when most women will, you know, put their kids to bed and then grab their glass of wine mm -hmm. and watch Netflix, right? Yeah. Or, you know, I'm not trying to stereotype or generalize, but yeah, that would probably be sort of more of a routine than shutting everything down and having a cup of tea or going for a walk, right? Yeah. And it's, it's, 
I don't want to 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 sound very dramatic or very like in an extreme with uh, with my advice. Is what we can do, and this is something that I also uh, do from time to time. Friday evening, Saturday evenings. These are and could be two. I don't know, pleasure nights, if you want, if I can call them like that. When we do this, we mm -hmm. have a glass of wine, we binge, or I, I don't want to say binge because uh, it sounds negative, but we can watch a documentary, we can watch a movie if we want, why not? Um, it's one thing to do it in 80% of the time. Yes. Yeah, and it's another thing to have this routine mm -hmm. once a week, twice a week. Mm -hmm. I... I uh, um, I uh, skipped Sunday evening on purpose because it's before Monday and it's not a good night to sometimes we we if especially if we like the movie we see on Netflix we might spend more time than uh, than expected especially after 10 so uh for me at least Friday and Saturdays are the best days to do that and again 80 20 this is the same for for food Mm -hmm. going in extremes and and saying to ourselves this is bad this is forbidden this is evil and so on mm -hmm. that's also not healthy yeah, it's so, putting more stress on you i actually I, yeah. I agree with that i'm very in alignment with what you're saying the 80 20 rule i like to say that it's not what you do sometimes it's what you do most of the times that really matters exactly. right exactly. but then uh for me that you know relaxing with a tea and maybe going for a walk who knows maybe people will find that more pleasurable than watching mm -hmm. you know a, a show on Netflix right it's just a matter of like shifting that that routine and that mindset because it is it is very therapeutic to go for a night walk and come back and you know have that quality time with whoever um maybe even yeah. just with yourself so that's yeah, yeah. that's amazing and uh, um in terms of bedroom because you you asked me about the routine but there are some other uh, important things such as temperature humidity in the bedroom yeah Mm -hmm. temperature is oftentimes uh, it's too warm for for ourselves it, it's not uh, cold enough and we need uh, we need to to be a little bit cold when we sleep mm -hmm. and then humidity is also important and especially now during summer the level of humidity is not right and this mm -hmm. is also important for our skin not just for our respiratory mm -hmm. system and for our rest in general so ideally uh, should be between 30% and 50%. And there are lots of devices available to, to measure the level of humidity. And if humidity, the level of humidity is not right, we can always invest, and it's a very small investment, we can always invest in, in a humidifier. humidifier. Mm -hmm. And this is great for our skin because during summer, we use uh, the air conditioning a lot. Yeah, and then yeah. during uh, winter, we use the, the heater. Or the, yes. Uh, it's, it's definitely the 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 air is very dry and it's uh, it's not uh, the quality of the air is not the same so i would um, i would encourage everyone to to use a humidifier to check the temperature also mm -hmm. the humidity of course and these are things that they might sound like they're not a lot but they contribute a lot to to having a different mm -hmm. quality sleep quality and and waking up rested mm -hmm. instead of waking up and feeling like it's almost like <laughs> I, I had no sleep. What's going on here? Mm. Why am I so tired this morning? I love that. Let's let's shift to um, to the skincare now because it's so mm -hmm. so related. So, what would be your recommendation as um, for a skincare routine that's you know geared towards prevention and sort of this anti aging? What would you recommend? Mm -hmm. 
First of all, I would say uh, the fact that, and this is something that um, we we don't really have awareness around. Seventy mm. percent um, of the way our skin looks has to do with what's on the plate. Seventy mm. percent. Wow! And I, I did a. a I thought it would be sleep more, hey? but it's more nutrition. That's amazing. Yeah, it's okay. a lot. It's a lot, and mm. um, it's. Um, so many women are focusing on lotions and potions and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and um, protocols and uh, minimal invasive procedures and massage and so on. And I don't say they are not important, not at all. It's just that if we acknowledge the fact that 70% is about food and what we, what we consume, and it's an inner out rather because uh, yeah, it literally becomes you right like those, yeah, yeah, those yeah, nutrients exactly. get broken down and they become part of yourself yeah. yeah and there is a huge um uh, link between gut and skin a very important link between gut and skin mm-hmm. gut our gut is the control center of our entire body and anything that goes wrong in the gut, and this has to do obviously with food and the way we nourish ourselves, mm-hmm. will cause symptoms all over our body. And it will absolutely show as issues and problems on our face sooner mm-hmm. or later. Mm-hmm. So if we want to beat premature aging, we need to first take care of our gut and pay attention to what's going on on the plate. And it's, for some women, it's still surprising because the, the beauty industry is so powerful. Mm-hmm. There are so many magazines and commercials and, and so many products are promoted and creams and lotions and so on. But it's not the, the game. The most important game is not there. The most important game is in the kitchen when it comes to skincare. And then... Uh, moving to the protocols, this is very different for every single woman, obviously. It's not the same for everyone. I will only say the fact that cleaning our skin or cleansing, I think is the, the, the right or the correct word, is the most important step. We focus on applying products after mm-hmm. product after products without properly preparing the skin for what's going to happen after. Mm-hmm. And this is the first, first important, the ABC of our skin. And there are a few steps here. I'm not in favor of taking 20 steps to take the, for our skin when it comes to protocols, obviously, but paying more attention here and using the right products and also washing our face and sometimes even using uh, some uh, a special or a certain brush for our for our like exfoliating uh, like exfoliating yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. not every day obviously no, and yeah. this is very different for the, from woman to woman depending on the type of skin she has but properly preparing if you want the skin and helping the skin to literally welcome, this is the, the word, I, I think it's the right one, welcome the ingredients uh, from, yeah, from the product so is, is very important. Mm. Otherwise, we just do a layering, like dust pollution and then yeah. lotions and potions and so on, and we don't get the, the right results. And sometimes if we do this right, and we only apply a serum and during summer a hydration hydrating sorry uh cream and then during winter a nourishing cream this is this should be different by the way mm-hmm. we don't use hydrating creams during winter because they have lots of water and if it's uh, cold outside uh, especially in canada where you are <laughs> right yeah. now this is not uh, uh, i would not advise you to use a hydrating cream during winter um so 
And then sun protection, obviously, this is something that I recommend every woman to use 365 days a year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When it comes to ex- extrinsic aging, there are two types of aging. Intrinsic aging, and this has to do with genetics, with food, with sleep, with so many uh, lifestyle factors. And then we have the extrinsic aging, and this has to do with toxins, with sun exposure, and so on. So when we talk about extrinsic aging, exposure to sun is the number one. Mm -hmm. Uh, the number one culprit uh, responsible for um, accelerated aging. What would you recommend, like SPF 25 for an everyday? SPF 50 plus. 50 plus. Yes. Wow. Yes. And uh, there are so many good products on the market. Mm -hmm. They are not, if 10 years ago, at least this was the case for me, I... Literally, I, I felt like not using any SPF product <laughs> mm. just because they were so pasty and so yeah, exactly. uh, too, too, uh, too or too oily, oily. sometimes. These days, we have access to so many amazing products. They are light, they are easily absorbed. And uh, yeah. um, it's uh, again, I don't uh, want to mention any brand here, but there are good products on the market. We need to do this uh, to protect our skin uh, from the sun. And um, this is for several reasons spots, aging spots, or sunspots. Some of us are calling them sunspots. And then even wrinkles, dry skin. So it's, it's a it's the perfect way to actually protect our skin from not only from from the sun but when we apply these lotions on our skin we protect ourselves from pollution as well from dust from um, wind sometimes from uh, when it's cold outside so um each product has a job if you want yes so when you say the serum is that like a vitamin c serum or what do you mean Depending on each person's needs, okay. mm-hmm. yeah, vitamin C is uh, is there in most protocols, not in every single protocol. Mm. It depends a lot. And this is a serum for the day, not for the night. Um, it depends what we apply in the night. We don't usually mix, for example, vitamin A, a vitamin A serum mm-hmm. with a vitamin C serum. But if we use something like um, coenzyme Q10 or sometimes even collagen, so it depends a lot because, again, the way we combine ingredients is also important. There might mm. be some interactions between the ingredients that are not okay yes. for, for our skin so we need to pay attention uh, whether it's a vitamin whether it's a, it's a mineral sometimes um, mm-hmm. and also if uh, one of uh, that specific serum's job is to exfoliate our skin we don't apply vitamin c the next day right we we need to leave our skin a little bit uh, to rest and then we can apply vitamin c so the protocols are very different for for each woman. Definitely, it's not uh, the same for everyone. And uh, I mentioned earlier the fact that some women need more hydration. Mm-hmm. Some other women need probably collagen. They need to supplement the, um, uh, with collagen. It's definitely not uh, the same. And uh, this is the reason why we uh, when we step in and have a look at their products and the, the way they apply the products and so on, in most cases, we put most of those products on the side. Um, first of all, because ingredients are, in most cases, not 
they're toxic, right? They're toxic. dirty. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're, uh, they're toxic. And then also uh, the way they are applied. Mm-hmm. They might have interesting interactions between themselves and we prefer to put them on the side. Mm, wow, so much to learn. Amazing. <laughs> Never really thought of, uh, of it, skincare in that level, that deep. So how about some foods for skincare? Which foods do you recommend? Uh, greens, definitely healthy fats are on the list. Um, mm-hmm. Whether And generally, if we go uh, the rainbow uh, or following the mm. rainbow or staying uh, focused on the rainbow is one of the easiest way we can do that. Uh, what we should avoid, on the other hand, and this uh, processed uh, food is definitely on the list, yeah. probably the first one. Mm-hmm. And then the easiest way to remember what's harmful for our skin and in general for our body, this is not just for our skin. Mm. I like to call them the whites and the whites mm. are sugar, mm-hmm. white flour, mm. dairy products, um, salt sometimes. This is a, a separate conversation and very interesting conversation depending on what's coming out from the report and then alcohol. Alcohol is not necessarily white. It's transparent. Yeah. <laughs> it's vodka. Yeah. It's not vodka and it's wine. It's, a, it's another conversation. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, if we stay away from whites, these are pro-inflammatory foods in general. Yeah. They trigger inflammation, chronic inflammation or silent inflammation, as we call call it sometimes, in the body. And uh, it's definitely not um, not good for our skin, too. Mm. So the skin is, is going to, to, to be affected as well. So let's stay away from the whites. Take into account the, um, the rainbow type of uh, fruits and veggies mm-hmm. proteins are important i should say this because most women do not consume enough proteins mm-hmm. and i mentioned in the beginning of our conversation the fact that we lose muscle mass as we age in our 40s and beyond and one way to keep that uh, muscle mass or to preserve that is definitely to consume enough proteins and the the very easy recipe or formula for that is one gram of protein per pound. So this is very easy for everyone to assess whether or not they consume enough proteins. And I would say if we focus on proteins and greens or veggies, no meal without that, it will be easier with sugar cravings, with snacking in between meals, with lots of uh, behaviors, if I can uh, call them like that, around food that are not necessarily healthy. Mm-hmm. So um, proteins are important. Thank for you. Sure. Yeah, super, super helpful. And so what is the most common advice you give to your clients that you sort of find yourself repeating the most common one? I think the, the, um, the advice around the whites, okay. uh, it's also easy to remember. Mm-hmm. And I would give you three whites, proteins. Mm-hmm. I have a little obsession uh, around proteins <laughs> as well. And then steps, mm-hmm. taking the steps, doing the steps every day. Mm-hmm. And this is great for weight loss. This is great for sleep because we expose ourselves to natural light and then our body is producing more serotonin. Serotonin is also, is the happiness hormone. We call it like that. And it's, uh, it's not only the feel, feel good hormone. This is great for our sleep, for the quality of our sleep as mm-hmm. well. So uh, I would say steps, proteins, and then the whites. 
Those three, amazing. Thank you. <laughs> and um, what is the most sort of influential advice that you've ever been given that you sort of still go back to? Um, oh, that's a very interesting <laughs> question. <laughs> I think it has to do with mindset, not necessarily with uh, with uh, food or sleep or health in general. Um, and I would let, let me think how to how to phrase it or how to say it. I would say it's something uh, like it's more more important to move forward than to do something perfect. So I think Ooh, ditching like perfection and getting yes. rid of this obsessive thought that things need to be perfect mm. was one of the best advices. Amazing. And then along with that is also the fact that uh, I would put this, can I place this one on the first place yeah I'm gonna switch I, I, I just changed my mind so and I posted this yesterday in my stories as a reminder for myself and others uh, and this has to do with setting goals for ourselves and this is the case for self-care as well not not just for business and um, it's uh, it was a huge aha for me. And this aha is around the fact that the purpose of setting, the purpose of a goal is not to be hit, is not to, to hit the goal. And I was so, and I'm sure this is the case for, for so many other uh, women, uh, we are so obsessed with achieving the goals mm. or hitting the goal. Sometimes we say that. So um, the point of a goal is not to be, not to hit or not to, to, to uh, implement, uh, to, to achieve it. Yeah. Thank you for the word. <laughs> um, the point of a goal is what happens in the process. Oh, wow. mm. is how we grow, what we learn, um, mm. who we become in the process. That's beautiful. Uh, I love that. Because the person we become in, in, in pursuit of that goal is definitely the person uh, or the ones the, the one who who um, creates more than what uh, she created or how, how let, like the let goal me achieved. The yeah. person you become in pursuit pursuit of that goal is is also the person who creates more than what she created so far or he created so yes. far or already probably is the best word. So this is uh, when I heard and also uh, acknowledged this, everything changed for me. Mm-hmm. Because I instead of obsessing about the goal and being able to actually implement or achieve the goal, I focused on the process and I focused on me showing up the best I can, sometimes even imperfectly. And then what happens, and this is very interesting, those goals were achieved in a record time. Mm. Interesting, yeah. Because what we usually do when we don't accomplish a goal, we start beating ourselves. We start saying to ourselves, you are not good enough, you are not ambitious enough, you are not capable enough, and so on. And oftentimes, we even pause or stop our work. We stop showing up. Yeah, agree. And when we do that and we interrupt 
if you want our work and us showing up, of course, the results are not going to be there yeah. uh, the way we want or when we want them. So, yeah. Love it. I hope it. I was coherent. Again, yeah, I love it. No. It's 60 <laughs> on my end and I had, I had uh, lots of calls today. So sometimes... That's okay. No, no, you you definitely were. Yeah. So let's uh, let's move on to you. What are what are your top three non-negotiable self-care habits? Steps. Sleep. I need a lot of sleep. I, I would say rest actually because it's not just sleep. Um, I am taking I would say at least five naps a week. Mm-hmm. So it's not just sleeping overnight. I also make sure I incorporate naps in between, sometimes in between calls. Mm-hmm. How long are your uh, naps? 20, 30. Okay. Not mm-hmm. longer. So I would say rest. Rest is, uh, yeah. is the number one. And then steps is the second one. And then um, journaling. Mm, I nice. do this for 10 years, every single morning. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. And it's, it's my go-to place right when I wake up. Mm-hmm. and uh, it's um, it's an amazing tool i know it's some some people uh, are not necessarily into it and they they are not willing to not even to try journaling but it i i can literally say journaling saved my life in the last 10 years amazing that's beautiful yes i love it too it's very therapeutic and on yeah. so many levels yes exactly yeah um, so what um, what sort of exciting project are you working on and that you'd like to share with our listeners? Mm-hmm. Uh, my book is going to be out this autumn. Yay, that's amazing. <laughs> yes, okay. so I'm going to launch my book, um, mm-hmm. Keep Glowing is the, is the same with the tagline. This is our tagline, Keep Glowing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the book is going to be out this autumn. And I think this is the most exciting right now. Oh, for for sure. Can't wait uh, to read it. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So how can people connect with you, our listeners? Where, where can they find you? Uh, there are, uh, I will give you three places because okay. they, uh, they are good for different things. So the first one is connectwithlarissa.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is the place where anyone who's interested in what we just shared and talked and also how uh, the way we work mm-hmm. um, can, uh, can book a discovery call, a free discovery call with me. So this is connectwithlarissa.com. The second one is a place from where they can download a free guide, a free mm-hmm. resource. This is mm-hmm. 10 years back.com and this is a a, a free guide a pdf Uh, this is a format a pdf uh, it has a pdf format with 10 age reversal simple age reversal secrets they can Mm, take into account and implement and the third one is keepglowing.com and this is where we announce our upcoming uh, free master classes uh, and it's also a great place to, uh, to, to sign up for those classes uh, because they are, uh, I, we usually organize them on different topics, whether it's sleep, mindset, skin care and age reversal and weight loss. So we, we, every, every time we, we do them on different topics, which is interesting because it's uh, uh, it, depending on where they are in their journey and where they need help, they can pick the, mm-hmm. the workshops. They Amazing. are interesting. 
Well, thank you. I'll definitely check those out as well. Is there anything you want to sort of wrap up the podcast episode with that we we missed or you want to sort of re, uh, reinforce or or not? It's totally up to you. Sort of how you want I would I would just say self-care and taking care of ourselves. It's um, it's simple. It's not easy. It's simple, but not easy. For mm. it, We don't need to, to, and this is what I hear and observe a lot. So many women are so confused these days. There are so many books, courses, solutions, uh, potions, lotions, and they are literally confused, even around food. And this is not new, obviously. There are so many diets, so many, so much information around a specific ingredient. Mm. From coffee to proteins, with mm. meat, without meat, eggs are good or not good. So a lot of confusion. And sometimes when, when, when a brain is overly confused, sometimes they, they just give up. Instead of searching and, and, uh, and trying to figure it out, they give up. So I would say it's simple. And if we move to the basics Yes. As much as we can, and we, we focus on whole food, we go back to the eight hour of, uh, hours of sleep, we go back to being in the nature for, for, for some time uh, in the day, and then also unwinding and, and calming ourselves down a little bit and so on, things can be fixed. We don't need super complicated, overly fancy uh, stuff for, for, for us to take care of ourselves. <laughs> Nicely put, very nice way to summarize everything um, in you. terms of, and, and I love that because a lot of my guests have echoed this and mm -hmm. the more people are, are repeating it or saying it, the more important it is, right? That, that there is science behind it, but also let's just go back to the basics. So I love how you ended that, really going back to the basics because those are simple. <laughs> and yeah, it's, and when I to... said it's not easy, it's yes. not easy because uh, there is mindset involved. And yes. even uh, if we only think about emotional eating, emotional eating is not so much about food. It's about the relationship we have mm -hmm. with the food. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot about the way we use food as a cop-out mechanism mm -hmm. instead of being able to, number one, label our emotions and then also uh, process our emotions and sit with them for a while and understand why we feel the way we feel. And it's easier, of course, to turn our attention to, to the cake to the or to, food, to chocolate yeah. and to the mm. food in general. But it's, this is not going to solve the problem. This mm -hmm. is only going to compound the negative emotions. So we start with those initial emotions, probably, probably sometimes, I don't want to say probably, but sometimes it's frustration. Some other times it's sadness. Some other times it's anxiety. Why not? And we start with those, we turn to food, and then we add some other emotions such as sadness. I cannot... Mm do this i cannot control or i cannot control is not the right word but i cannot show up for myself or have mm -hmm. my own back i cannot yeah. keep a plan or follow a plan or properly nourish myself so we compound emotions and then of course the snowball is becoming bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> that's a whole other podcast episode <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Emotionally, thing is, is definitely it's a it's a hot topic. It is, yes, because it does really resonate with a lot um, of women and men, really, yeah. and and um, children as well, right? It really mm -hmm. starts at such oh, a, young a lot, age as a well. Lot. A lot. Well, I also you. work uh, for with uh, with some teenagers, my mm -hmm. my clients. Uh, 
kids. kids. And, yeah, exactly. yeah, it's it's very interesting to see how uh, how easy they turn to mm. food when they don't feel well in their body. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Larissa. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Very, very enjoyable. Got some really good tips and I'm sure our listeners did as well. So thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing space. And I hope to see you again on the podcast. Why not? And I'm looking forward to your book. So congratulations on that too. Thank you thank so you. much and I'll see you soon. Ciao for now. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking part of your day and sharing it with me by listening to this amazing podcast episode. I would also like to thank our sponsors, St. Lucian CMOS. Check them out and get some awesome CMOS at www.stlucianCMOS.co. If you enjoyed this podcast and it was helpful, please share it with your loved ones or a friend and check out SavoyaSelfCare.com for more amazing wellness tips. Please also leave us a rating now on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot and send it to info at SavoyaSelfCare.com. We will reply with a gift as a grateful thank you. If you want to upgrade your healthy living and take it to the next level, be sure to join us next week. And remember, self-care is not selfish, it's self-love. Ciao for now.